enjoy the film. You want butter on your popcorn? The theater will be ready in a second. The worst thing happened to me today. Oh, what? Oh, my God. What, what happened? I forgot the golden rule. I bent at my waist to grab a quarter that I saw on the ground. Uh-huh. Sure. And Mark came up behind me and snipped my pants. He snipped your pants? Snipped or sniffed? He snipped them. They're ripped all the way down. Oh, I wow. Gonna... Everything's hanging out there. You were not wearing... Any underwear. Either you were not wearing underwear or he got the it underwear. It was a really too. unlucky incident. Oh, really un- a really a really good snip there. Yeah. I that's... see you've wrapped it in a plastic bag, though. Well, he kind of nipped my scrotum a little bit. Oh, so oh. that's why it, it looks like a loose plastic bag full of blood. It's not full. Well, I, I, we don't have that many napkins. That's right. Steve won't, mm-hmm. won't, won't pay show for, up for more napkins. Just, you know, this plastic bag that I found was God. the best I could do. Is well, that one of it, the plastic bags we've been using for popcorn since we ran out of the paper ones? And yeah. Steve well, won't buy so more. So it's a little slick from the butter. Oh, no. It was used? It was used? <laughs> There's probably a lot of salt in there. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't Ma- think... Mark, Mark got me good. He's a pretty cool Mark guy. Mark got you good. He's a pretty, He's a pretty cool, cool guy. guy. He's not, a jokester. That's not a fun or funny thing to yeah, do. It's not, it's not funny. He thought it was funny. I'm sure he did, but Mark's... So I had to laugh Mark's a it. You know, it's pretty funny. Mark is pretty funny. You're just, I'm picturing you just like laughing and also grabbing your torn scrotum. Yeah, it did hurt to laugh at first. But then Mark got me that bag and he's like, here, this will help. And I was like, thanks, Mark. You're a cool guy. <laughs> so then it stung originally. But you are too kind I'm feeling to better now. You could get are him, you feeling better? You could get him arrested That's for right. that. I was yeah. going to say fired. I just got to get my pants hey, fixed. Man, comedy is tragedy plus time, right? It's been how long now? Uh, about... 40 an hour and 40 minutes that's enough time right did you report this to steve or to anyone well i mean what is what steve, what is steve gonna, do, gonna about do about it yell at me he'd just yell at you to get back to work right he'd probably he'd like, stop getting blood on the floor yeah geez clean so that i would up, hope he'd have dick. a conscience enough to to discipline mark in this case why would he why, why would he discipline mark he's just a joke because around. Mark, mark was joking henry's scrotum it's just, with it's a little snip it's just a little snip on my scrotum. it's just a scrot snip. just the scrot just the scrot <laughs> mark's a cool guy mark's a pretty cool guy you should go to a doctor okay yeah sure I guess. Yeah, i'll do that <laughs> you're saying the sure. right thing but you're yeah. saying it the wrong way might as well go down there and get that sutured up stop <laughs> encouraging him to not seek medical attention greg oh well, you do get that if, if I go to the doctor's office, they're gonna snip it all. <laughs> right. So that's why you know I'm scared to death over here. I got a little scrote snip, and okay, I'm little just scrote I'm freaking snip. out about it. Well, yeah, and what's your plan? You can't just keep it wrapped in a in a greasy. Well, no, salty I'm gonna bag. get a new bag before I leave. Yeah. And what what then? They're gonna tie it real tight. No, mm-hmm. I mean real tight. A week from now, what what state are you gonna be in? I don't know. Probably working here. Mark's a legend. Yep. And he deserves a adoration. He really doesn't. But let's get the show started, I guess. Um, hopefully, Henry, you won't die before the end of the show from blood loss. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not barely bleeding anymore. You're not barely bleeding anymore? No. All right. Well, <laughs> welcome to Break Room of the Cineplex. My name is Kyle. My name is Greg. I'm Henry. Oh, you're already starting to sound a little weak, a little woozy. No. It's just this is just my my cool voice. Mm. That's a pretty cool voice. Thanks. And I like what you're what you're doing with your face. It looks pale. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. 
let's so, talk about the movie. Yeah, let's All go right, and yeah, let's go. Let's actually do the thing that we're here to do. <laughs> let's go and get started. Let's mm-hmm. let's introduce the movie that we watched this week. Who wants to take it, Henry? Sure. Are yeah. You gonna remain conscious long enough? No, I'm fine. This movie is called Rain for Crows. It's it's a tragedy. It was a very sad movie. Very sad movie. There's kind of this this old man. He's getting older and older and realizing he can't do as much in his life anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, he's coming to terms with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming to terms with the fact that he he never he never had a family. He never he never learned to love. Right. Uh, uh, what was his name? Humphrey. Humphrey. Yes, Humphrey Stilton. He. Uh, it, it 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 starts off with him at the end of his life, um, and and it looks back on his life, like starting as a, as a young man and then growing, well as as into an older man. Right, <laughs> and they do skip a lot. They kind of do the childhood, and mm-hmm. then they do like seventy plus. Right. <laughs> they kind of left a big gap there. Big gap. Because mm-hmm. I think they were eager to have a, a protagonist who's on his deathbed because they wanted that sort of emotional. Yeah. Weight. So it is kind of strange they started with birth but mm-hmm. then started with birth then jump to jump then forward to kid boom 70 mm-hmm. very rich mm-hmm. and but uh, very lonely but very lonely they don't mm-hmm. explain how he got rich right. yeah it's sort of like this hinted at entrepreneur who is very successful in some ways but not in others we just don't they don't they never show us what I think would probably be the more interesting part which is him which is and the, all, his all kind of these... rise and fall we just go from like the very start of his rise to the bottom of his to fall. To the fall. <laughs> right. Yep. I think, yeah, through this, like, kind of the, the, like, last, you know, 15 years of his life that were shown, mm-hmm. I think you can gain a lot of insight into, like, kind of how his life was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he does, he's kind of curmudgeonly in a lot of ways. He, he shoves away anybody that, you know, tries to show him affection. Yeah. Like, um... Well, gee, Mr. Stilton. Uh, and he's like, shut up, boy. And he... Right, and he canes him. Yeah, whack. He canes a lot of people. Yeah, this. that's sort right. of his go-to. Move. Right, and it's kind of interesting because we can Michael see Kane. that, like you know, he's definitely not a feeble old man. He doesn't need a cane. Yeah, right. But he carries one around so that he can hit people with. Yeah, it. yeah. And yeah. I think Greg wanted to point out he is played by Michael Caine. Right. Yeah, that was my joke. Yeah, Michael Caine. Yeah, well, we get it's it. not Caine's people. Well, I mean, his name isn't Michael. Right, it's Humphrey. So I guess the pun doesn't really work. Humphrey Kane. Yes, they did keep Kane the last Stilton. name Kane, though. <laughs> That's right, it's hyphenated. <laughs> Humphrey Kane Stilton. <laughs> when the people on the street ask him, "Here, do you want? Do you want to get a new Kane or something like that?" He's like, "That's my middle name," and then he starts whacking him with this game. <laughs> right, you kind of get the idea that he's emotionally blocked. And he, mo- he doesn't really understand how to interact with people socially. And he thinks that hitting them with a cane can be used to display really any emotion right. mm-hmm. or opinion or feeling towards them. Like happiness or, or anger, yeah. Mostly anger. Mostly anger. <laughs> Mostly anger. But there are mm-hmm. times, yeah, when he's just kind of hitting them so around the ankles it, so much and, of it, right, and laughing. Because he hasn't done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his, his butler, his valet, uh, is really the only, the only other person that mr humphrey kane stilton really in, uh interacts with because because he's like he's like uh he's like fetch the stew yeah, boy let's fetch the stew boy at which at which point the the valet goes and gets the stew boy <laughs> brings him the stew and he and and <laughs> whilst eating his stew he's 
he's saying to Carl the valet. He's saying to Carl, he's saying, "My Carl, I've I've lived all these years and I haven't lived a day." And that then it cuts to Carl. He's got this really confused look on his face because that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> That's the interesting thing is that they're trying to, it feels like they're trying to have the best of both worlds right? Yeah. by just cutting out kind of all the information we'd need to understand what's really going on right. because clearly he's successful mm-hmm. and then he wants to think he's had this big successful rise and then this fall, but then they also have this idea that he's completely wasted his life and he hasn't done anything mm-hmm. and right. those things kind of clash and they yeah. never really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's lived, he's lived a life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But what is the what is the point of living life if no life is being lived? Because he uh, kind of goes through and he tries to do all the things that he yeah, wishes yeah. He's like, he he's would like have Carl. done. Because the then, things that he didn't do in his life were things like get married and have a family, right? Or like traveling. cocaine, or like uh, you know going to Italy, or um, a lot of things that are heroin. Yeah, <laughs> mostly drugs. Mm-hmm. And so Carl. So basically, this is Carl's gift to uh humphrey you know after right. after he he um has the the stew boy yeah uh bring him his stew and he's he's eating and he's kind of like i've had this meal you know day in day out forever it's time for me to try something else yeah so he fires the stew boy mm-hmm. and he hires the bread boy who's who starts to make him all sorts of bread dishes yeah, this like, is the first yeah this is the and first thing that he he's does. like wow i've never had bread before and then the boy brings him just a whole loaf and he's like wow this is incredible he's digging in he's like i'm so full so quick (laughs) (laughs) i never expected this out of bread and then the bread boy's like well yeah there's you know there's all kinds of bread out there all sorts of things he's like have you ever tried banana bread and he's like what the fuck is that and then and then so later on yeah it's like two he's always been too wealthy for bread he's too wealthy and and as we said he's he's not a feeble old man he's more stays away from carbs he's been all about the stew yeah but he realizes why like why am i trying to extend my life when i'm not doing anything yeah because because yeah there was that other realization where where one he's not living the life that he wants and two what's the point of having your your body be a temple if that temple's just gonna fall apart right exactly so might as well speed up that process and might do as a well lot speed up that of process. drugs. You know, where he takes the speed and he literally speeds agree. up the process. Yeah, and that's also oh. provided to him by the bread boy. The bread boy is right. like, oh, you, you like that banana bread? Well, here, try some and speed. Normally we see like marijuana as the gateway drug, but in this case it was very much cocaine. Like, it was like very zero to 60, like right. real quick. And so he he does the cocaine and he's like, well, what else? what else is there? And he's like, well, have you ever had pumpernickel? You ever had pumpernickel? So he oh, he he starts this quest to basically kind of like the bucket list, expedite his death and yeah, very well, much it, take it, advantage of everything that life has to offer. Mm-hmm. In yes. time. Mm-hmm. really try, uh, yeah, re- really try everything that life has to offer. Right. So he's like he's like checking things off of the list. He's like he's like okay, I did cocaine. Okay, did LSD. Circles LSD does a star next to it because <laughs> he really liked LSD. Really liked LSD. He was yeah, a big he's fan like, of that. You mm-hmm. might, might have to revisit that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I come back to that. But then the next thing on the list is raise a family. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a little bit harder to do than right. to just snort this a line. This is the of, next fifteen you know. years of his life. Yeah. yeah. But he also wants to check everything else off the list while he's at it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "How do I? How do I do all of them simultaneously?" He's like, "I know. I'll be a deadbeat dad." I'll let the wife raise the family yeah. and I'll take care of everything else on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So he needs to find basically a, a woman who wants to ra- have kids and raise a family with lids and not 70, have to work at all. Mm-hmm. In comes Hannah. Right. His his n- new wife now. Right. He he met Hannah through well he asks the bread boy. He says he says I need a I need a wife. And bread boy says, "Right." And so bread boy leaves and comes back with Hannah, who has been told by bread boy how uh, how this whole family thing is going to work out. He's like, he's like, okay, so he needs right. to he, he'll pay you though. Right. That that's the thing. That that's the leading the leading thing. She's getting paid for this. Of this course. is her job now. Right. Exactly. She doesn't have to work a day in her life anymore. Mm-hmm. If she Except just raises, she just has to have children, multiple children for this old man, <laughs> who's who's going to go out on drug escapades and and have Gallivant sex with hookers. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much anyone he can go find. anywhere at any time. He's gonna have sex with the world. That's right. How he phrases That's it. How he phrases That's how he it. Phrases and he points it. to the top of a mountain. <laughs> so, which is then later. <laughs> We come back to that because he's he actually decides that he wants to have sex with a volcano. And right. that he's like, I've had all kinds of lovers at this point. Maybe Mother Earth, I want to enter her warm chasm. <laughs> <laughs> this is That's the final thing on his bucket list. <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll circle back around to that. <laughs> Meanwhile, during all of his escapades, so over this 15 years stretch... Mm-hmm. Hannah has been raising this family and Hannah is like this she's she's portrayed as this very strong individual this very um this very driven person mm-hmm. yes um, who is willing to driven by money but right. I mean right. and she raises that family very well yes yeah. which is is interesting because as as much as as uh, Humphrey abandons them immediately mm-hmm. right we keep returning just kind of checking in on this family right. there's no real he's not even sure if she's pregnant yet she he they have sex and he immediately leaves he's like okay well i'm I'm off to live my life but he was lucky and it's (laughs) triplets he's lucky he's very virile right yeah yep triplets being the age Mm -hmm. he is yeah Yeah. seriously my goodness yeah imagine what he was like at his prime (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so she's raising the triplets and we kind of see this time lapse of like them you know going through the stages of life like growing older and you know him just out you know swimming in the ocean right for the first time ever yeah and having his birthday and then uh you know then it juxtaposes them to their birthdays yeah and, like they're and, you know they're, teenagers now yeah and then he comes home mm-hmm. and he sees his kids for the first time <laughs> and he comes in and he looks at him and he goes these are my kids right and hannah goes yep these are yours and he's he pulls like, out his list checks it, checks off. it, off, checks it yep. off leaves yep he's just and like then, then, i've yeah, raised done. a family now once once he leaves though then then it, it goes back to the to the three kids and hannah and and all the kids like who like, is they, that like who the fuck was that guy right. and and that's and hannah's like yep that was your father mm-hmm. he's a deadbeat guy and, but she she tries to paint it in a in a in a lighter um right she's like he's the breadwinner yeah he, he's, he's, the, he's, he's, he's the reason that all of this money he's the reason that i can you know stay home with you he's the and, reason that we are not hungry mm-hmm. right yeah and they say but but bread boy who's now i mean in his 20s right yeah, yeah. and who's helping to raise the yeah, kids they're like right. he's the breadwinner he's the breadwinner he's like he's the bread boy. and then he comes in and he's like i'm a bread man and because <laughs> he has a mustache now just to show that time had passed yeah. and yeah. and it's it's huge. Yeah, and Hannah and and he turns out they've been having an affair this entire right, time. Right, of course. 
and then so as we're as he's as he's Carl's leaving Humphrey, Humphrey, yeah, Carl's I think has died at this point. Yeah, oh, poor Carl. Uh, yeah, just he goes and he puts a rose on Carl's grave, uh, and then but checks that off. Yeah, which list. is another like yeah. random dances on it. Dances on it. Checks that off. Checks the list. that off. So at this point, he's kind it's of... It's a very, very long list. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and he has a lot on it. A lot of little things, and then these few things that are like raise a family of 15 years, you right. know. And then he's now reached his final piece, which was to go... To uh, have sex with Mother Earth. Have sex with a volcano. And so he he starts his eight-hour trek up the volcano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a good portion of the film. Like, this is a solid 20 minutes of the movie, is him <laughs> climbing up the volcano. He He falls at one point and mm. snaps his leg mm-hmm. which he checks off his list <laughs> and he continues his 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 ascent up to the the top of an active volcano right and he 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 kind of rolls onto his side unbuckles his pants mm-hmm. shuffles out of them you know gets caught on the leg and he's just oh, like in a lot of pain <laughs> takes it off and then rolls into the volcano yeah right into the volcano <laughs> right fully erect we all noticed that. Yeah, we all. That was it was hard I just to miss. To be sure that everybody else noticed. Yeah, it, it would be hard I noticed to it. miss. Because he was, yeah, he was fully erect, completely bottomless. Yeah, he had his shirt still on, which had a big arrow down to his his wiener, and and then he he just he plunges into the volcano, screaming, and then just pff, burns, dies. Mm-hmm. That's it. And 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 it's it's all like very. Uh, everybody is very negative. Like all of their memories are very negative towards towards Humphrey, and that that's the that's the final um, uh, sad bit for his life. Like right. he may have lived a life, right? But he did. But the only things that people remember about him is him caning people and then abandoning his and family, fucking the world. <laughs> right. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Yeah. What did you like about this movie? <sighs> boner, 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 boner. I really have to say. It was probably when he unbuttoned his pants and there was that gigantic <laughs> erection. That's what did it for yeah, you? Yeah, right. What did it for me? What was your favorite part? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part was when he he, he started that traveling circus. Mm. But it was all clowns. It's on his bucket list. Yeah, and it says right. specifically... Start a circus of all clowns called All Clowns. And circuses weren't really his and, thing. And break even by year two. That was his, yeah. his his goal on his bucket list. Not even to make a profit, just break even. And right. he did. Checked, mm-hmm. it off. He checked it off. And then he yeah. ended the show. First year was, was really rough for them. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, who goes to the circus anymore? Right. Yeah, and who wants to see a circus called All Clowns? And it's All Clowns. I mean, I right. But oh, then he yeah? started Then he started bringing the prostitutes to the show. Mm-hmm. And he, he broke I even. Would... It was quick. I'd go. I'd go see that show. All just clowns and sex workers. I thought you were scared of clowns. Not if they're fucking hookers. <laughs> Not if you can see their dicks. Because <laughs> that's the, always the scary thing is you don't know what's down there. <laughs> so once you can With see the it. big red nose and the and the big hair, the big shoes. What size is their dick? That's true. Yeah, they say they say you know people people with small dicks drive big cars and people mm-hmm. with large shoes have big dicks. So yeah, and clowns, and clowns must have small cars the biggest dicks big of all. Shoes. Like wow, <laughs> still I would not want to be caught in an alleyway with one, with, even but, if you could see. But you're fine going well, I'd to a, play it by. Ear, but you're fine but... going to a show called All Clowns. Well, I'd sit up in the rafters. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. What? <laughs> this is such a weird. You you really want to see this show, but you want to be as far away from the clowns as possible, unless you can see 
the size of their penises, then you're more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm glad that's clear. Let's get to ratings. I'm going to give it a 8 out of 10. I, I'm probably going to give this one... Um, I would also probably give it a 7. Why do you say also? You gave it a different score. Oh, what did you say? 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. Probably give it a 7. Sure. Um, I'm going to give it a 7 as well. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was uh, a tragic story. Yeah, it was a little a bland. Man. There wasn't mm-hmm. a lot going on, you know. Well, it was a little boring. Very yeah. straightforward, though. Yeah, it yeah made it's, a lot of sense. It's very, very straightforward. Just kind of one thing happens mm-hmm. after the next, and it all so, just. Yeah, that's rain. why I like the all clowns thing. I thought, good, finally one weird thing about this movie. Rain for crows. Rain, rain for crows. For crows. All right. That well, doesn't really. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't hey. what? <laughs> Title doesn't what? I just don't under. I just don't. If you want to submit a movie for us to review and talk about, you can email us at cineplexpodcast at gmail.com or, or reach us on Twitter yeah. at cineplexpodcast. Or stop by the theater. Yeah, come come yeah. by the Timberdale Cineplex movie. 7. Uh, yeah, see a movie. Let us know of one that you like that we should see, and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Yeah, let us know if there's if if the chairs give you any trouble. Yes, and if they do, complain directly to Steve and mm-hmm. tell him he should replace them. <clears throat> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Whatever time of day it is. Yes. <laughs>